What does motion sound like? With Kizik Hands Free Shoes, it sounds a little something like this. Experience the magic of motion. Get a free pair of socks with your first order at kizik.com slash socks. The Other Side of Midnight. Local Spotlight. Good morrow, everyone. This is The Other Side of Midnight on 77 WABC. I'm Frank Morano. Well, the unfortunate reality of politics these days is that if you're interested in running for office, particularly if you're interested in running for statewide office, particularly in a state like New York, you've got to start early because it takes a lot of money to run. So next year, Senator Kirsten Gillibrand is up for re-election. I don't think it's too early for both Republicans and Democrats to start looking at challenging her next year, because as far as I'm concerned, she's been very lackluster as a U.S. senator and a public official in general. On the Democratic side, while a lot of people on the progressive left are talking about Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez challenging her, I would love to see a more moderate, more centrist Democrat, maybe someone like former Governor David Patterson, the person that actually appointed her, and yet someone who she actually left out of her book, didn't even mention, except in passing. As far as the Republican side of the equation goes, though, while it may seem like an impossibility for a Republican to win statewide office these days, particularly in a presidential election year, I think the fact that Lee Zeldin came so close to winning last year for the governor's race shows that it is actually possible, even in a state like New York, for a Republican to win statewide. And that's why I wanted to put forward the name of someone that I think might actually be a terrific candidate for the Republicans now. Next year. I don't know if he's interested in doing it. I haven't talked with him about it, but when I see him on Friday, I am going to bring this up. And that's Andrew Giuliani. Andrew Giuliani has really impressed me over the course of the last five or six years. His mastery of both local and national issues, his understanding of the political chessboard, his passion, and just kind of being a good guy, a respectful guy, a sane and sober individual. I think he might be the one Republican that has the name recognition necessary to raise the money and who is able to sort of bring all the factions of the GOP together, kind of the center left wing of the Republican Party, such as it exists in New York these days, and the more kind of Trumpian elements of the GOP as well. I think most people think he acquitted himself well in the governor's race. And uh, I think if he's going to run for statewide office, he's going to have to start thinking about that sooner rather than later. So for what it's worth, uh, I hope uh, Andrew Giuliani gives some serious thought to running against Kirsten Gillibrand next year. Beam me up! To be continued. The Other Side of Midnight. Local Spotlight. Good morrow, everyone. This is The Other Side of Midnight on 77 WABC. I'm Frank Morano. If you've listened to me for any length of time, I think you know that there's been no one on the radio more critical of former Governor Andrew Cuomo than I have been. And I haven't been unfair with him. I defended him when I thought he was railroaded in the sexual harassment scandals, but I was very critical of his tenure as governor. Everything from raising taxes to the bail reform law to, of course, the nursing home scandal. But I think I've been intellectually honest and 
I've been fair. So when he started his podcast and he started doing some radio interviews, I very politely reached out to his people in the hopes of getting him on the show to do a no-holds-barred, respectful, fair interview. Well, I had not heard back at all. And so I was all set today to just blast him. So I reached out one more time yesterday and said politely, just making sure you got this email. And I figured they would say, oh, I figured they would just ignore me and I would blast him for not even giving me the courtesy of a response. Well, yesterday I got a response back from the governor's people that he and his media team are considering coming on this show. We'll see where it goes, but I at least have to give him points for responding. And uh, who knows, if he does come on the show, that will be an epic program, the kind of which you're not going to be able to hear anywhere else. Meantime, speaking of things you can only do and hear on 77 WABC, we want to encourage you to join the 77 WABC VIP Club by downloading the app or going to wabcradio.com slash VIP. And this week, you'll have a chance to win a WABC studio tour and a meet and greet with Sid Rosenberg and the program director, Matt Meany. You have suggestions in terms of programming? This is a great way to get them heard. You can join by going to wabcradio.com slash VIP or downloading the free 77 WABC app. Beam me up! To be continued. The Other Side of Midnight. 77 WABC. Local Spotlight. Well, yesterday was a sad day in the state of New York because a very well-qualified judge, a man who would have done a terrific job, in my judgment, as the chief judge of the New York State Court of Appeals, and a man who I think is probably Governor Kathy Hochul's best decision thus far, was railroaded by the governor's own party. The Judiciary Committee of the New York State Senate refused to even move Hector LaSalle's nomination to the full Senate for an up or down vote. And they rigged this process from the get-go. They added four new members of the Judiciary Committee, knowing that three of them would be against LaSalle, and ultimately the committee voted 10 to 9 against putting his nomination on the floor of the Senate for a confirmation vote. Someone that spoke well, I think, in defense of Judge LaSalle was my state senator, Republican Andrew Lanza. You know, when reading your decisions, and especially in listening to your opening statement, I thought for a moment I was in the wrong room. You do not come across as a right-wing conservative nut. On the other side of the equation was somebody that was trying to portray Hector LaSalle as this right-wing extremist, State Senator Brad Hoyleman. The Conservative Party also supports radical right Supreme Court rulings against women, immigrants, workers, the environment. So I'm extremely shocked and disappointed that you would have at any point during your career thrown your lot in with them. This is a real travesty. So now Governor Hochul says she wants to go to court and you can bet there's going to be a lawsuit filed trying to force the full Senate to vote on it. My question for the people on the Judicial Committee and the state Senate leadership in general is what are you afraid of? If the votes are there in the state Senate, why shouldn't LaSalle be confirmed? The Constitution says advice and consent of the Senate. It does not say advice and consent of one Senate committee that was rigged from the get-go to railroad somebody that might actually be a decent judge. Let's see where it goes. Beam me up! To be continued. The Other Side of Midnight. 77 WBC. 
local spotlight. Do you remember the movie Dr. Strange Love or How I Learned to Stop Worrying and Love the Bomb? I love this picture. It is one of my favorite Peter Sellers films. It's one of my favorite Stanley Kubrick films. There's just so much to love about it. The acting performances alone are just tremendous. But I'm reminded of that film today because of something General Jack D. Ripper says to Mandrake. Have you ever heard of a thing called fluoridation? Fluoridation of water? Uh... Yes, I, I have heard of that, Jack, yes. Yes. Well, do you know what it is? No. No, I, I don't know what it is now. Do you realize that fluoridation is the most monstrously conceived and dangerous communist plot we have ever had to face? So he thought fluoridation was a communist plot. Well, I don't know if that's how they felt in the city of Buffalo, but this is interesting. I just learned this yesterday. The Buffalo Water Board quietly stopped adding fluoride to the water in 2015, and kids can now get a lot more cavities. Now, this to me is just wild. Buffalo's water system now contains far lower measurements of fluoride, which boosts dental health and guards against tooth decay than what public health experts recommend. That puts Buffalo in the minority, both nationally and in New York State. And experts are saying this change could have serious implications for dental health, particularly in children. Now, if the people of Buffalo decide that uh, fluoridation is a communist plot and they don't want it in the water, fine. Don't put it in the water. But the way they did this was sneaky and the way they did this was trying to avoid people knowing about it. And that's potentially dangerous to children. Beam me up! To be continued.